Hello everyone, welcome to another week of the Black Umbrella. This week we are going to um, focus this episode on the current climate that's happening in the world right now and just talk about those things during this episode. Um, it's because it's something that's really important and something that is, um, you know, something that just really needs to be focused on and talked about, especially when we have the platform to do so. So, um, we just kind of want to start this one off by going around and just asking, you know, how everyone is just feeling right now about what's going on in the United States and, you know, in our country right now. Um, <laughs> I feel like everybody has kind of a somber feeling happening. Um, I feel very overwhelmed. I haven't been on social media the past three days going on three days now like I haven't clicked on the apps I haven't done anything like I don't want to see anything I haven't even seen the news I've just been reading my books and doing my work and watching YouTube videos but that's pretty much it like I haven't been doing anything else um mm -hmm. just because I feel like it's I don't want to see it's just it's not the only thing that you have to focus on you know it's kind of mm -hmm. like um I have a lot of stuff going on in my life right now as well. So then just having that added on to this was a lot for me. And one of the things I can't avoid, but what I can avoid is social media and just the news. So I made that decision to just be like, all right, let me just take a step back and just really take some time, some TLC to focus on me, bettering myself, my life and just kind of figuring out what my next steps are. But other than that, like everything, like all the actual, all the stuff that's been going on, all the footage that I've seen on social media prior to my break, it was a lot. It was very traumatizing. I think I cried like two or three times last week just because I've seen so much footage of people protesting and getting beat and getting shot with rubber bullets and getting hit with batons and people dying on camera. And it just, it seemed like really, like, I mean, I don't know why, but I do know why. It feels like we're living in a literal war zone, especially being in Los Angeles, California. It's no joke. We've had a curfew for the past three days. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. It's like we're literally living in a time where we're watching tanks go through the downtown area. Like, we're watching SWAT team members on the corner of each corner of downtown, like, with assault rifles, ready and willing to shoot anybody who comes in their direction if they come at them with even one inkling of, oh, they look troubled, you know? Like, it's very scary. Mm -hmm. It makes you want to literally stay in. So, um, yeah, yeah. my feeling has been very heavy. Yeah, I feel the same way I guess I mean but I've been on social media just because I've been retweeting a lot of like black business threads and like just spreading stuff around so that people can donate and whatnot I've donated to um certain things um it's just everything just feels very heavy the air is suffocating like the air feels like really heavy it's just a lot to take in and <laughs> and to see um, the difference from what you see on Twitter than what they show on, in the actual media. It's just like yeah. mind blowing, and it really 
fucking sucks. Very orchestrated. Mm-hmm. They're painting this terrible picture about things, but they're not showing what happens before these, before things get worse. They, they don't show what happens before. They're just showing when it happens. I mean, so, the, officers are, the officers even that I've seen, are, they're literally agitating protesters. Yeah, on it's purpose. Like protesters are literally shouting and screaming and protesting. And it doesn't matter if they get in your face. They want to be heard, like, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like the moment that a protester gets in your face, like, that's what a protest is. Hear me. Look at me dead in my mm-hmm. eyes. Hear my words. See my pain mm-hmm. in my eyes. Like, this is what I'm going through. I'm not even touching you. But the moment I get in your face and I shout, something like right. black lives matter you feel disrespected personally and you want to push mm-hmm. me right. now that you've pushed mm-hmm. me i'm supposed to just lay there and take it so then if i push back all of a sudden it's a thing i've and been disrupted i've been unruly and now you have the the right to do whatever it is even if you feel like you want to shoot me down you mm-hmm. have that right all because you got a little butt hurt because i, I shouted in your face mm-hmm. I, I won't be the only one who does it today so please right. Like, right. it's just ugh. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say for me, it's been kind of one of those things where I mean, this isn't the first time. Well, if you guys don't know what's been going on, you know, um, these protests have all been popping up all over America. Now we know in all fifty in, states, right? In all fifty states, there have been protests held. Um. What happened was down in uh, Minnesota, right? Minnesota? Yeah. Um, I'm getting my innies and my minis confused, like Minneapolis, Minnesota. Anyway, um, down in Minnesota, there was an unarmed uh, an, an, an black man who, who um, had the police called on him for, I believe it was just a bad check. Um, Police came out and they murdered him, basically. Um, there were four officers in total. One officer, um, he was on the ground. Three officers were like across, like on his body, and one officer was uh, had his knee directly on his neck. And um, they, they did an initial coroner's report with some BS, and then the family got. Um, an independent coroner, and uh, they did a second autopsy, and then they came out saying, you know, the cause of death was, you know, asphyxiation, and from also like the force that was on his body. So that's what's been going on. If you're the kind of person that wants to see that, I guess you can go and search for that. Right. Um, you'll 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 find it if you if you're looking for that, you will find it. But um, yeah. I have not seen it just because um, I'm just not interested in seeing that. I feel like we've seen that too much. And it's just very, it's getting to a point where like, it's like a dull kind of like pain that I feel now. Like when I yeah, see it definitely, you know, these things happen. It desensitizes yeah, so, you. It does, it does. So, and I've been just been feeling like, oh my gosh, like every time it's something new, it's like, okay, it's another person. Okay, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. I like I hear it and I see it, but I'm I'm tired of hearing and seeing, and I want to. I don't I don't want that to be like our big stories that we're you know, 
focusing on all the time just because it's just so painful to keep seeing that happen to people that look like you look like us you know what i mean and it's yeah. just, it, it's just hard to to keep yourself so fully like invested and tapped in to to like you know social media and things like that when um when this is going on it's just, it's just been, you know it's hard it's heavy we've on been, the heart yeah yeah it's heavy on the heart and when you think about it we've been dealing with this with these sorts of things done to black people you know unjust murders it really started off you know as far as social media when you know when it all happened with Trayvon Martin mm-hmm. and when that happened were, were we in high school I would guess we were yeah we were in high school so um yeah like you know what I mean we've been dealing with this and seeing it like all on our phones since then and we've been out of high school for almost 10 years now. You know almost. What I'm saying? So Don't age like, us now. Almost doesn't count. We're still not there yet. <laughs> right. We're still not at 10 yet. Okay, don't play. Almost don't count, okay? We're not at 10 yet. We're still spry. But, right, we're still spry, little chicks. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just been very, like, you know, it just kind of gotten to a point where I feel like I've been becoming like very desensitized to it like i see it yeah i'll you know like like retweet it or whatever and like i'm gonna keep pushing but during this time i mean yeah that's just kind of how i've been feeling like i i see it but i just don't want to get like too 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 involved and looking at it too too much i have been keeping up with you know like certain things that are going on especially in my city because if it for me personally, if I like if I had took a break from from social media like you did, Wes, like three days, you know, like you've been off social media for a few days now. If I personally wasn't on social media for a few days and let's say I was out, like I would have gotten caught up in some curfew bit, some curfew mess because yeah. I never got any notification to my phone about any curfew. We have been on um, we've had curfews put in place like three days in a row uh-huh. so if i wasn't on social media like i would not have known that because i didn't get anything to my phone other people did some people didn't like you That's know what so i mean because yeah. they're trying mm-hmm. to cause they want that they want people they to do. get they do. yeah they want people to get caught up mm-hmm. it ain't no joke out here no it's not um i know i was gonna well, I was going to ask um, about videos and how you feel about people who sometimes people's best form of like trying to educate people is by showing them those videos. So like I've, I've, I've seen people on social media saying like, you need to, you need to show your white friends and your friends that aren't of color and your friends that are of color and consider themselves allies. Like you need to show them these videos and um, I won't. I mean, just because I, I feel like it's it's your prerogative and it's your business. If you want to see someone get slain down and killed by police officers, there's tons of footage online to see it. Like, mm-hmm. but I don't want to have to force it in front of someone's face. There are people who are like, no, watch this. You need to watch this. This is going to help you understand this is what's happening. I'm like, I know what's happening. <laughs> I'm very aware. I don't need to see it every day on a day on a day because if I had to see it every day, I don't know what I would do with myself, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to 
I was talking to friends about this um, these past couple of days, talking about how um, comparing activism now and protests now compared to, um, let's say, like the Rodney King era and like our parents' era. And um, people saying, oh, like this isn't the first time that our people have gone through this. We'll get through this. And it probably and hopefully this will be the last time. Um, It won't be the last time, first of all. It won't be the last time. I don't believe that whatsoever. Um, racism is embedded in the culture of the United States of America. This will not be the last time that you see people out protesting for equal rights based off of the color of their skin. You're like, you know, like it's gonna. I think it's gonna continue mm-hmm. to be a thing. Um, but what I do want to mention is that I feel like with protests, especially now, um, mm-hmm. it's harder for you to feel good about yourself that you've got out there you know i feel like back in mm-hmm. the day there was no social media there was literally yeah. you may have seen in your local like newspaper or like in a new in the news that somebody was gunned down or killed by police brutality and you guys get out there organize and march mm-hmm. and probably while you guys have gotten out there and organized and marched in the next week there have probably been four to five more people already killed by police brutality but you don't know it because it's not in your local news it's probably in a small town um, no one really has, no one has access to it like that. So your, your focus is always going to be on, I've gotten out there. I saw this happen and I went out there and I actively marched and I feel good. I can go home and I can go to bed at night and I can sleep and mm-hmm. I can feel like my activism is going to make a change. But for us, we have to literally go out, go out, see this, go out there in these streets, protest mm-hmm. day in and day out. And come home and see five more motherfuckers killed. Like this is some bullshit. Yeah. Like five more of our people are gunned down, shot, strangled, choked, up, gone. Mm-hmm. Our people. Mm-hmm. Literally. We have to come back to social media. Like we don't get to rest easy. Not to say that people rested easy, but at least you could at least go to bed accomplished. That yeah. I did. Like I feel like we can go out and protest for days on days on end. And we have to come home and we have to turn on our phones and go through social media and see it with our own eyes like as much as i protest as much as i do as much as i speak it's still the same news nothing is changing and it sucks because i feel like it really does get in the way of the actual point of protest the point of advocacy the point of getting out there because it's like you get out there and you get to feel like with every time you go out there there's been progress being made for us, we get to go out there and feel like we're making progress and then come back home and feel shitty all over again because it just happened again to somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we don't get to actually focus on activating. We don't get to actually focus on on mobilizing people. We don't actually get to focus on what we really need to focus on in order for a change to come because we feel helpless. Mm-hmm. We feel so helpless. Yeah. No mm-hmm. matter what we yeah. do. And it sucks, but I mean, it's the, it's the implementation of social media and camera phones and videos. Like, granted, we're being exposed to a lot more than we were back then, but it also has that back end of you feel like whatever you do, you feel spent. You can protest for months on end and still come home and still get the same exact news and be like, what am I, like, what can I do? And mm-hmm. it's the reality of the fact that it's racism. You can't do anything. You can get yeah. out, you can, but these, it, it, like, like I like we all say, it doesn't have to do with us as a people. It deals with those people who don't want to, who don't want to acknowledge it, who want to be ignorant towards it. 
who choose to see themselves as superior. Yeah. Who chose who choose to see you as inferior to them, who choose to use their power and their privilege against to you. Hurt you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It just uh it really does fuck with me. Yeah. Grind your gears. It does. Um, if I didn't, I don't, I don't remember if I said the man's name. I think I just explained the situation, but we're talking about George Floyd, and that's why all these protests have been popping up, not just because of him, but that was the latest one. Like that's the what made this police murder at the time, and you know, that's what. That was like the, you know, the the boiling point, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I kind of want to get into um, like, what do you think is the correct thing to do during this time? Like, how do we advocate for people? Is it by giving money? Is it, you know, signing petitions and all these things? Like, what what do you think is like um, something that we can focus on to move forward from this or during this? Like, how do we help each other out during this time? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. I definitely feel like you should do all that you can and... I don't know. I know there's a lot of people that, like, you don't have money during this time because we're still in the middle of a fucking pandemic and the government only gave us one fucking check to try to live off of for however long this shit's gonna last. And... The government loaned us all, by the way. Loaned us. Yeah, loaned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) So... I feel like, yeah, sign, sign petitions, donate what you can, where you can, um... If you can't donate, try getting the word out there, like spread it around, um, spend your money with black businesses and help them out. Um, if there's numbers that people are spreading out to call to help protesters in different cities and states, whatever, um, spread the number around so they can get bailed out or so that they can get, um, so they can get funding for their for their store if their if their store was destroyed, like if they're a black owned business whose store was destroyed, like during certain riots. Um yeah, just do whatever it is you can. I feel like a little bit can go a long way. Like your voice matters, black lives matter. So just do what you can. Do something. Yeah. Don't just fucking sit there. Like I understand that it's overwhelming and it's frustrating, but fucking do something. Like if Agreed. if if anybody's gonna fight for us, it's gonna be us. So fight mm-hmm. and just do whatever the fuck you can. Yeah, I agree. Um, I feel like advocacy really does. It's just based off of simply how you choose to advocate. Like I know I've given money. Um, have I been to a protest? No. Am I going to go to the protest? Probably not. Um, but that's just my preferred form of advocacy. 
Um, I've never really been a protester like that, likes to go on March. <laughs> um, but I do like, I can give money and I can advocate. And like, I can do, th- whenever it comes to protesting, like whenever it comes to protesting, say if they want me like to go do a sit-in at a school for like education for kids in urban communities and funding who don't get it. Like, okay, cool, I can go. But whenever it comes to topics like this, where like, I feel like, I might not come back home mm-hmm. is, is whenever I feel like I can't go out. Cause I can't, I, like, mm-hmm. as much as people would like say, like, you know, it doesn't like some people really do like to like judge advocacy and be like, well, if you're not out there, if you're not actually out there, out there, then what are you really doing? Like you need to have, make your presence be known, but like, I'm, I'm afraid like, and I'm okay. And I'm, and I'm, and it's okay for me to be afraid. Mm-hmm. And I want you guys to understand that. Like, you know, like, do you see what's happening on social media? I'm seeing people get hit with batons. I'm seeing people get hit in the eye with rubber bullets. I'm seeing yeah. like, running from it's cops. Scary. I'm seeing tear gas. Like I, I know I can't put myself through that trauma because I see it. I already see it. Yeah. I, mean, I can only imagine right. being, in, being in the same environment as it. It would be overwhelming to me. I wouldn't know what to do. I would panic. And I'm just not a person who can be in that environment. But what I do do is I can give money and I can educate other people, specifically mm-hmm. people who are, who need to be educated. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> right. But yeah. Um, yeah, I, that's, great that you brought that up because that was just kind of going to be my point when it comes oh, to yeah. you know, uh, advocacy and things like that during this time and like allyship during this time I feel like I'm very I'm, I'm very similar like I'm not going to be the person that's out there with my feet on the ground moving with the crowd like you know what I mean as much as I would uh, like to envision that Mm-hmm. I know that that is not that's not my way of doing it. That's not my way of doing things, and it's because of that same reason, you know. Like I'm scared because I don't want to go out and you know fight for something so simple. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To not be unjustly killed. That's all I'm asking for, and then I get unjustly killed. Like you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. some people are not. Like I've seen, uh, you know, a few reports that have come out of people, you know, out in these protests who we you know are known in their communities and their cities and things like that who have gotten murdered by Literally. the police during yeah. this time. Like the Barbie, like um, uh, the man in in in, uh, in Minneapolis. No, out. <clears throat> um, yes. I believe there was like a man in Minneapolis who who uh would make like barbecue. Mm-hmm. He was like like kind of like the barbecue man, like in the like in their town and everything. And he was known for like giving free meals to um to police officers and things like that all the time. And like, look what happened to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is someone who who's helped out the you know the police force, and that's the same people who took him away. So it's just kind of like, I don't want to be out there and risk my life because that's what it is. That's, yeah. that's what it is. And I know I'm not prepared for that. Like, I'm not ready. I'm I'm not ready to take on that big of like a, a burden and a responsibility to go out there and like risk my life. And if that sounds bad, then I guess it's just going to have to sound bad. But that's just the truth. And I feel like we have a right to be afraid. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, we, have we are black people. We are the black men and women who are being slain in these streets. It's different if you're like, oh, I'm white or like, you know, like, it's just like, oh, well, then I can go out and protest and nothing's going to happen to me. And that could very well be true. Okay. <laughs> that could mm-hmm. very well be true. But like at the same time, it's just the climate is so heavy and so many people are out in the streets and you don't mm-hmm. know what people's intentions are. You can yeah. go to a advertised, sponsored, completely message driven peaceful protest and there can be someone there who is a part of white lives matter or who's a part of make right. america great again who can who has the freedom to show up however they they can be dressed they can be decked they can be decked out in black lives matter gear and they can have a gun in that crowd you don't know people you know and people do these undercover cops right people do shit like this like Yes, who was shooting? He had a Black Lives Matter shirt on, but it was kind of weird because he was just sitting like, you know, like you you, ne- you can never gauge what other people's intentions are. Yeah. And I don't want to be in a space with a thousand plus people and I don't have anywhere to go and I don't have an escape plan. Like, I, like I, I'm not good in big crowds like that. Even at festivals, like whenever I'm at festivals, I'm super cautious. Yeah. Like with people who I'm, who I'm around, who are surrounded, like it's hard to keep up. Like if you're going, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm at a festival, I'm going with me and like 10 friends and we all are together at all times. And if we break apart, it's five, it's five on five, but it's never Mm -hmm. anybody by themselves because shit can go down and you need your people there with you. Yep. So like you have to be cautious and aware and have an escape plan for if anything is going to happen. So yeah, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's insane. Um, Yeah. I wanted to ask a question on what options have you seen on social media that best describe, like, you? You said, okay, wait. No, sorry, not not, not options. Sorry, what opinions? Yes, what opinions have... This is a weird question. I don't know why it's phrased like that because I feel like I might have messed that up. Okay. Um, but what basically, what opinions have you seen on social media that you find problematic, both by white and black people? That I find problematic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, I feel like for one sector, it's going to be easy, but for the other, other sector, it also could be kind of easy, too. So... Right. I would say for me, as the things that I've seen that are problematic uh, from from uh, people who are like are like non non black, whether they be a non black person of color or you know a white person, because mm-hmm. um, I've been having a lot of conversations surrounding this over these past few days like it's just kind of like really been like a topic that has just you know been popping up in my conversations throughout the week um and someone uh someone that you know I was talking to someone about this uh and they were um listening to something you know as we're talking and Mm -hmm. then a person who was speaking they were like a non-black person of color and they were just kind of like, I just, you know, I don't get it. I don't understand, you know, why they're all going out there and protesting and 
doing all this stuff, like, you know, getting violent and everything, blah, 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 you know, over one person. Like, it's just one guy. It was just one guy. And I was like, whoa. That literally was, like, the most disgusting thing that I think I've heard all year. Because <laughs> it, it, it just speaks to ignorance. It's not just yeah. one guy. Oh, yeah. It's not just one guy. It's not just one person. Even if it was. So what? Even if it was. Even if it, this was the first person who this has ever happened to in the history of, you know, police departments and Black people all around the world. So what? Mm-hmm. It's still not right. Don't make it right. It Either way. Matter. It's not right. Yeah, it's not right. It wasn't right. So, yes, yeah, so people are mad. They're upset. They're angry. They're out there. They're voicing, you know, voicing uh, themselves and everything like that as they should. It's not. And it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if you think uh, what they're doing is necessary or not, because clearly it doesn't pertain to you. So mm-hmm. don't, don't be in the business then. If you feel that way, then don't get out the business. Yeah. That's all I got to say. And and um, from Black people, the most disturbing thing I've seen from Black people is that they keep putting out, certain people are putting out these little sentiments saying like, oh, you know, like basically saying like, oh, I agree, you know, with what's going on in the protests and all these things and you guys was voicing your opinions and I feel hurt by, you know, by what happened as well. But, you know, we can't, we can't forget about the cool white people, you know, <laughs> we like them. Out of here. And, I, and I still, I still have love for those white people because they're cool and they never did anything wrong to me. Okay, mm. good for like, fucking Like, okay, well, then go stand, go stand back-to-back, fold your arms, and then go stand back-to-back and take a picture and put on a movie poster on a billboard somewhere. And have, and have, and have fun with you and your white buddy and your white right. girl. Like, no one cares about your one good white friend. We don't care. Are they speaking right now? Are they talking about something right if now? they don't About what's happening right now? Because I doubt it. I've seen a lot of people say that they have all these white friends, but I haven't seen people's white friends say anything they have in radio silence mm-hmm. but you can go ahead and coon it up for them if you want to not me I don't even have it's okay oh! <laughs> I don't have any white friends that I'm close to um, yeah. I don't even yeah, me in my I daily have, like... life I come across just white people period so rarely yeah like I yeah, I, I, I don't I don't personally have any like white friends. Mm-hmm. No, I I haven't really had I haven't had a white friend since elementary school, and she was my best friend at the time. Mm-hmm. But then I started to go to schools that have more people that look like me, so my friend group very quickly just became all black. Right, and just been like that since because I've been living in you know communities that also have people that look like me. So you know. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I feel like the most disturbing thing I may have heard from white people is um, <laughs> the most disturbing thing I've heard from white people is you're overreacting. <laughs> I think it's the most <laughs> annoying thing. Like, overreact? Are you serious? Like, if this was your... Okay, I'm overreacting. Or, oh, you're mm. not even related to them. Or, what does this mean? That's so annoying to me. Like, it's not an overreaction. It's my people. 
Like you guys, you guys have a whole different understanding. Like your understanding of brotherhood and sisterhood is my brother is Tanner and my sister is Kylie. Like <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's like your understanding of brother and like my understanding of brother and sisterhood. It runs the roots run so deep in the African American and African culture simply because of sa- of slavery and before slavery you still had people who were in tribes who were of kin to you, even if they weren't related by blood. Like, it, we hold it so deeply to us. Like, there, like there's a time, there was a time in our culture, a long, long, long time in our culture, where you often were separated from your families due to slavery and being sold. Yep. And you had to make what you got with what you had. And that was your extended family. They weren't your kin by blood, but they were still your kin. So that's still my brother. That's still my sister. Like, we have roots that run that deep. You guys have roots that are just pale as can be. Where are your roots? Y'all don't even, y'all still got, y'all still got, how do y'all still, how are y'all still seeds? That's what I want to know. Like, all this time, like, and y'all are still on seedling level. Like, we have literally, we have roots that, help build this country mm-hmm. we have roots that built this country we are literally ingrained in the makeup of the united states of america that is us yep. all of our work mm-hmm. we don't get recognized for it we don't but that's us y'all get to sit sit atop of our roots okay don't forget like we're the reason why we have all that we do now so whenever you say like oh i don't understand like you don't even know them or it's irrelevant or I don't know. It's you guys are overreacting. No, it's not. Like I said, that's my brother. That could be anybody that looks like me. You don't have to face that on your daily life. I do. And from Mm -hmm. black people, black people, what I've, what I've seen that most probably just that probably like really disappointed me the most from black people are the black people who are, very like I can't stand an uppity back black motherfucker. Like, ugh, don't be an uppity bitch. I can't stand that bullshit. That well, you see, if that's why we've got to go to colleges like Yale, and that's why we've got to go to colleges like Columbia, and that's why we've got to work hard to educate ourselves because then this kind of stuff doesn't happen to people like us. We're upper echelon. This doesn't right. happen to and people like us. We have dick. money. How interesting that people think that you know, mm-hmm. oh, if you you know, if you go to school and blah blah blah, like okay, so then why did I see um, on live television um, down at in one of the I can't even think of the state the it's in right yeah. now. Yeah, but um, the there were these two. <laughs> he, there were these two black people who were in a car. It was a male and it was a female, and mm-hmm. they, were, they were just trying to drive home and get home. You know, because this was I believe this was on the first day that um, curfew started to come out. So you know, they were just trying to get home and stuff like that. Make their they're driving. There's a car of white people, like right in front in of them, front of the, waving at the camera, waving at the camera, you know, waving at the uh, news cameras that are out there, like, hey, hi. Mm-hmm. And then right behind them is the car with the black woman and the black man. The black man's in the um, in the driver's seat, and um, he's getting tased, and the wind, his windows are getting busted, and they they're snatching him out the car. They're snatching the woman out the car, and I mean. The, the man attends more house than the woman attends Spellman. So I mean, yeah. What mm-hmm. what is what is our education gonna do? 
we're not that, walking around those, those, are the, those are the exact black people, the opening black people who say, see, this is why HBCUs are pointless. They say that shit. They literally, yeah. no, they literally, right. you know they say that shit. Right. They'd be like, Spelman, Morehouse, you don't get anything there, honey. You need to go to, to Columbia. You need to go to Yale. You need to go to, mm-hmm. you need to go to Brown. You need to do something. That's not, no, you don't go to those schools. We don't do that. HBCUs, mm-hmm. what does that get you? That that name gets you nowhere. It gets you somewhere within the black community, but in the real world, the real world, the white world, it gets you nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. It's still bottom tier. Like people literally, like those uppity black folks kill me because I'm like, this has to do with you and you are a big piece of the problem as well. Yep. And they want to be like, well, my mother and my father, they worked really hard so that I could live a life of privilege. And how can you say that I don't give a give a damn about the cause? My father was a steel worker and my mother, she right. was a, she was a teacher. <laughs> and we and I grew up in, in, a, in a one bedroom with five people. But now look at me. I have a mansion and I've got mm-hmm. a Porsche and I've got a range. And it's all because I took myself out of that situation. It was all me. Like not even acknowledging the community you came. It's never just yeah, you. They forget who they are and where they came from. Uh, mm-hmm. It's never just you. They try to erase you. it. They do. I'm like, what? I said, it's never just you. Like, yeah, they 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 like to give themselves so much pride. Oh, I pulled myself up by my bootstraps, and mm-hmm. I made a living for myself. For me, this is all me. I'm like, okay, but you wouldn't have ate every day if it wasn't for the lunch lady. Mm-hmm. At your, in, in your community, your black community. That you were grew that you grew up in, you wouldn't have had a place to rest your head if it wasn't for your mama. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have had a roof over your head if that was the case. Like these, there, like there are so many factors. Like you didn't, you guys grew up poor. You didn't have a car. You wouldn't have made it anywhere if it wasn't for that black bus driver who got you from here to there, who mm-hmm. got you to that job interview, who got right. you to that school to get that education, who got like the, like everybody plays a piece in your success. So please mm-hmm. don't act like it was all you because it wasn't, baby. Sorry to disappoint you. Sorry to dumb down your ego, but it's not just you. It ain't never going to be you. I can't stand it. Oh, that ugh. makes me sick. It really does. It makes me so sick. I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I agree. I've seen um, like some Hispanic people saying, where were you guys when we when we were having ICE raids and blah blah blah? And then other and then other other people that are also Hispanic will be like, "Here's a picture." You see all them black people? Exactly. They were they were here with us marching. You guys are just coming up with fucking excuses instead of doing the fucking work and do some research and see that they were out there with us. You're just coming out with excuses so that you can just remain racist because you don't get it. Right. Right. Because I've been seeing that too. You know, oh, this white person was was killed, uh, you know, by cops, but uh, I didn't see anything about it. Okay, so then start talking about it. Someone was like, okay, so then start right. talking about it. Er, er, or, you know, if this is what's going on in your community, then come out with us, march beside us, march along with us. It's not just for, you know, one person, one kind of person, like, oh, we're only protesting and marching for the black people. It's just about police brutality in general, but we, the black people, obviously are going to focus on our black people and the way we're getting treated by the police department and things like that. So 
for us, of mm-hmm. course, we are marching for, you know, our Black brothers and sisters and stuff out there that have, you know, been treated wrongly and, you know, been murdered by mm-hmm. these by these systems. But in yeah. so if you also feel that way about your community, then you'll be out there too, whether it be right. you marched along with us or you, you know, amplifying the things that are happening in your community also because mm-hmm. that's how we all know what's happening because the communities are seeing what's happening and then they're going on social media and posting their videos or just you know letting people know what's going on they're you know amplifying it mm-hmm. there that it has to get recorded on and our attention has to be you know pulled towards the direction of that crime that happened right we're talking about right. so you need to go out and do the same thing. Don't say, oh, you guys are doing that for you, but what about me? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then you do it too. Do the work. Like, we Lana don't make Del it. We don't. <laughs> Come on, bring Get her out back. and do the work. Like, we don't make it anywhere by placing a blame on one another. Where were you? Where were you? Where were you? Where if we all just show up, then exactly. there ain't no more questions, right? Exactly. That, that's, an, that's an easy fix. That's an easy solution. Mm-hmm. Ain't no where are you. Is we there? You there? You here? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Next, next, because we ain't getting nowhere within within trying to create strife between us right now. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're we're trying to make a, a a point known to people who will never understand it like we do. So yeah, that's annoying. Ugh. Um, <laughs> I want to know, based off of the media and the news and social media and all the things that we've seen whenever it comes to the protesting. And different forms of protesting and people's different ways that they choose to advocate, like we were talking about in the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a sense of being this has gone too far? And if so, how far is too far? And I want to address things such as like looting, graffiti, destruction of neighborhoods in the city. Um, what do you feel? Do you feel like there is a such thing as too far? Or do you feel like... Um, this is what it is. I feel like burn it all down if that's what you want to do. Uh-huh. If that's what you want to do, burn it all down. I don't care about no looting or nothing like that. If that's what you're out there doing, mm-hmm. so what? That's how I feel. I just feel like, so what? You know, the people are upset and they're angry because why do we have to go out here and focus on you know um a situation like this during a global pandemic like our focus should just still be coronavirus and what's going on with that and how can we open safely and and all that but we can't even fully focus on just making sure that we as a people are safe on a health level Mm -hmm. but we also now have to be outraged and pissed off because now even during all this time where we as like a world and a country are not safe health wise we also are still being targeted by police departments and things like that and officers and stuff we're still being targeted we're still Mm -hmm. being murdered in the midst of just dying from from a pandemic anyway and then you guys shut down the testing centers to punish us, right? And then in the, right, I, I'm not sure if other states have done this or other cities, but I know for sure LA's uh, yeah, COVID nineteen testing, testing centers are closed. Mm-hmm. So expect when they open them back up, you know, them numbers are about to be astronomical, ridiculous. 
They're about to be so crazy. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, I'm going to be suspicious. Yeah, and if they're not, then I'm going to know something. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't feel like I don't feel like they're going too far or anything like that. The only thing that I will say is that if you are going to be out there like, you know, looting and spray painting things and all that, just be like super cautious of what it is that you're doing because I'm seeing, you know, a lot of videos of the white people that are at these protests. Or other, like, non-Black people of color, like, they're at these protests, and they're spray-painting, like, you know, Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. And, breaking like, windows. they're looting, you know, breaking, breaking, uh, breaking into these businesses and, like, starting to loot and things like that. So, from my perspective, it's looking like that is who is starting it. And because, mm, you know, it's it a is. whole group, it's a whole crowd there, and everyone's kind of the majority of people there are on like a we, but they're on they're on a we mindset. So if someone starts breaking into something, they're starting to loot and everything like that. Then I feel like if everyone is there thinking like, oh, we are all on the same page, mm-hmm. and if some of the people in this group are starting to do this, then we are gonna do it too. Not everyone, but you know, someone, you know, some people are out there are gonna think that, like, okay, we need to all be a group, or you know, we kind of all we're all on the same page. So if they're doing this, that means that I should do it too, so that mm-hmm. I can still, you know, show my solidarity and things like that. And it's like they're not realizing and understanding that by them doing that, the media isn't looking at the fact that the white person is the or you know that the white people are out here spray painting, you know, Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter on everything. They're not focusing on the fact that the white people are starting to, you know, they're the ones that started to break into the businesses first and loot first, and then people are following. Like all they're seeing is like, oh, look at look at these look at the Black Lives Matter people, look at these black people, got these, you know, other people of color out here, but mainly the black people. They're not I'm not even gonna be messing around with people of color today. I'm gonna stop using mm-hmm. that today. But anyway, um, yeah, like they're gonna focus on the fact that there are black people out here that they also see spray painting and stuff like that. So they're like, oh, look what they're doing, look what they're starting, look at all the violence that they're, you know, inciting and all that. They're not looking at who started it, they're just looking at who already has a target on their back. And if the person who already has a target on their back is doing uh things and they're just gonna paint the picture that you know it's it's them and only them yeah yep and you can definitely oh go ahead no go ahead you go (laughs) i was gonna say and you can definitely see like they're the white privilege that people have because even like there was this white lady that was tagging a building in la and there were all there were three um police cars there two of them left and then one stayed and she was like not even 10 feet away like she was close to them and they were just letting her tag the buildings because she can because she has the privilege to do so but she was tagging the building they did not arrest her they didn't say nothing to her they were having their own little personal conversation and then i saw another video on the news of this white woman 
going inside the store and picking up a bunch of clothes and the reporter going to say, I can only hope that she's she works there and that she's oh, not right. looting. That was oh, I saw that dumb shit. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Like, what? I can only hope. You know the bitch don't work there? Right. You right. see, you know you see the window how is she, broken. How is, she an, how is she an employee during this time? Who is at work right now, girl? Who is right. at work right now? Make it make sense. She's the only employee that, that's working. Make it make sense. It don't make any sense. And she's the, only, she's the only employee that's working and is also recovering merchandise to take right. home with her. Yes. No, no Why would she two... all the employees take them home with them? <laughs> and I see I see the I see the change like especially with us having this conversation right now. I find that a lot of younger people have no issue with it, and a lot of older people are like, they out there doing this craziness, stealing, loot, mm-hmm. taking stuff. And it's like, it's so interesting because you look back and you're like, but back in your day. Didn't you? Wasn't that not a thing? Well, we used to just, we would, all we did, we we marched and we. No, we y'all out, looted and y'all no, burned. My thing, y'all my thing is people, they like to say, back in our day, we marched. We used our voices, and we made and we set up things. I said, "Okay, what that do? <laughs> just hit him. Just hit him with that one good time. What that do? What that do? Oh, well, it did a lot. Okay, but where are we at now? Has hasn't has it fixed what the ever the ever the ever occurring problem is? Because it's stuff is still happening. Right. It's still the here. same. Yes, you marched. Yes, you got loud. Yes, you had an organized civil, but get powerful protests with tons of people and it was great in the time and then time passed and same shit is still happening mm-hmm. so maybe it's time that we stop doing that and start really getting active with it showing the smoke showing what we can do it just sucks that it's happening under this fucked up presidency because we actually oh, yeah. need mm-hmm. to be afraid like we actually need to be afraid because yeah. like we have a president who's literally like, shoot them. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. and, and blatantly, if they loot and shoot them, like, literally a blatant attack on the citizens of America saying, mm-hmm. even if they look suspicious, don't even hesitate. Just take them down. Like, you have a, a, a president saying that. What makes you think that people are going to actually be like, no, that's wrong. He's not. He's saying, "Oh no, we're not going to do that. We're going to go again." No, they're in his command. They're at his disposal. He has that power. Yep. So, yeah, it's it's fucked up that we're dealing with that kind of shit right now. And then he gave a speech. Well, I'm gonna say two two speeches. One was when he decided to go out and about for his little campaign video, whatever the fuck he made. And he put people in danger because like (laughs) there was a split, it was a split screen while he was giving this speech about like what, what Wes was just talking about, about how he said like, shoot, shoot them and get rid of them. And we don't need this violence and blah, blah, blah. You can see the split screen of the Washington DC protest mm-hmm. and then him speaking and like fifteen seconds 
or well, like seconds, like right away, right after he's like saying that, and he's still continuing to talk, and you can see the police causing violence and disrupt and disrupting everything. People were there being peaceful and everything, and then you just see the police start going forward, like right after he says that, right after he says like get get them off the streets, get rid of them. They start pepper spraying the crowd and shooting them with rubber bullets, and they were just they were being peaceful until that happened. And then I saw another thing today, I think it was today, where he said, you guys are, you guys are, he said something like, you guys are poor, you guys don't have money, and blah, like, basically, uh-huh. he said, uh-huh. what do you guys have to lose? See, this is why I'm happy. Because basically, basically, the gist of it was, you guys don't have anything, so what do you have to lose? Like, I don't know, exactly. our lives? No, yeah. yeah. That's, that sounds just like it. I'm not shocked at all. Right. <laughs> Right. If there's anything I'm if there's anything I'm desensitized to, it's that bullshit right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't and like yeah, that's why like I I really I truly I support everyone that's out there, whether it be you know people that are just um, marching and I'm being you know I'm being a silent peaceful protester or I'm coming out there I'm protesting and I'm mad as hell and I'm looting. So mm-hmm. what? I support you. Do it. Do just just do it. Whatever it is that you feel in your heart is gonna be the best way to do it. I say do it. Only thing I wouldn't say, like you know, don't go and be killing people because then that's just dumb. Please don't do that. But I feel like yeah, like looting and protesting. Who cares? Do it. Go crazy. The shit can be crazy. And please, also a thing that I need to stop seeing people say, especially black people say, is you know. We need to be more like Martin and less like Malcolm or whatever. Like, let's be more like Martin Luther King. Let's adopt more of his practices and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, last time I checked, um, that man was murdered um, and he was dead as hell because Uh he was murdered by um, Mm -hmm. people that did not like the peaceful way that he was protesting against Mm -hmm. things. So if me, so okay, should I? I'm gonna adopt the Martin Luther King way, and then, and then I'm gonna go ahead and get murdered too. Right. It doesn't matter which way people do it. And if I'm loud with it, and I got my guns, and I'm coming down the street, and I'm Black Panther and Malcolm X with it, or if I'm silent and I'm Rosa Parks, who apparently should have took a taxi, and um, <laughs> would you take a moment to really? I didn't. You know what? I'm so happy that you even brought that up, just because. Uh, what's his name? Shamik Moore. Yes. Okay. Let's just let's just let's just let's just debrief. I mean, for the listeners, the listeners who don't know, Shamik Moore is a coon. Um, and oh, he's a coon. Oh, and all the all the good one, all the good, the nice looking one, the nice looking one. He, he, I mean, for those who don't know, he had the nerve to get on social media after his first problematic comment. What was his first problematic comment? His first problematic comment had to deal with what? Oh shit. Um, the first thing it just it just had to deal with him saying, you know, like, what can we? as black people do to not get killed in the moment right oh, yeah, 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 yeah. racism because right, it's, it's on us because it's on right, us how right. can we not die when we are experiencing racism that right was, it was like a whole thread 
Yeah. So then he gets on IG live and he wants because he wants to explain himself. And then he gets on live with a couple different people to hear their to hear their opinions and to get their feedback. And then he has some nerve to dig himself in a deeper hole. After someone is telling him everything that he said is wrong, he wants to say, "Okay, I accept that and I apologize." But like, we need to, as Black people, know more about our history and just more about the resources that were at our disposal. Like back in the day, you know, like we had the bus boycott, but like what we don't know was that there were black taxis, <laughs> black taxis that are all black owned taxis that'll take you anywhere safely. And it's like, oh, okay, okay, Rosa, Rosa Park. Uh-huh. Okay, so Rosa Parks should have called an Uber. Like he literally said, Rosa Parks. Like I mean, you know her, her sitting in front of the bus and everything. Like you know, mm-hmm. yeah, there were there were black taxis. Like so, Rosa <laughs> Parks should have called an Uber. <laughs> Come get you me, think honey. She got this Rome's over here looking at Marie like, do you want to split the fare? You want to split the fare this time? Or maybe not. No, right. I don't know. Right. Is this gonna be a is this gonna be a plus or is this gonna be a, am I gonna have to am I gonna have to share a ride? I don't know. It's like what kind of shit is this? Oh god. Just stupid. But yes, I can't. To freedom. Um I to wanna, freedom. Right, to freedom. I wanna pivot a bit. Yes. Um, I want to know what are people's thoughts on whenever folks say things like, um, whenever you hear things on social media um, that say the only way to make a real change is to get out to the polls and vote. Shut up. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel like shut up because you can't vote out racism, sweetheart. We had a we had a black president, Trayvon Martin happened. We voted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean right. <laughs> what happened? You know, like my thing is like it doesn't matter how many people you elect into office, the shit gonna still happen because it's in the house. it starts in the household. It starts mm-hmm. at home. It starts in the communities. It starts in how people are socialized. That's where it starts. It don't matter who you vote for. Exactly. If the systems have been in place to be foundationally racist, then there's, I don't want to say like, oh, there's nothing you can do because, you know, that's not true that there's nothing you can do. But the fact that that is like a lot of people's only call to action mm-hmm. like you need to go out there and vote and, da, da, da. and while yes voting obviously is important like we tell y'all to go out and vote because it is important you need your voice heard so that you can you know get certain things you know in your community and in your country and your state and all that kind of stuff changed by you know letting your voice be heard and hopefully you know everyone wants what they decided to go you know their way yeah so, um yeah, but that that's just not it's not the only way to do things. That sure that's like, you know, there's a component in that, but like I said, when these systems have already been in place for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years and their foundation is on racism, then mm-hmm. you know how much work you're going to have to put in to undo mm-hmm. those systems and you can't even fully undo them because those same like rhetorics and ways of thinking keep getting like perpetuated through all those people coming in and leaving out and they're passing on that like those ways of thinking 
down the line, all the people that come in are passing. Exactly. It you got the exact like, picture. When does of it, it leave? When does it leave? When does it go away? There's no running from it. There's no voting it away. There's no escaping it. Literally. Yeah. I think it's so stupid when people say go out there and vote. I mean, not to be rude to anybody who's advocating to go. I mean, I still go out and vote. Yes. Yeah, definitely. But, but... don't change nothing. I just want to let you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, it'll be still be there. As far as our like our personal like you know black our fight lives, against Black Lives like, Matter, that, mm-hmm. that, that's not gonna get changed by no vote, right? Because it's it's, it's a bigger, long time coming, than, baby. Than just the vote, and it's bigger than just getting one person in office, and then oh, it's all changed. Like no, right? Like, that, like yeah. I said, you know, it just keeps. It's like a it's a cycle that keeps going on and on and on, and then you're trying to come in in the middle of a cycle and say I'm going to break this apart like right mm-hmm. and, it's going to take time right and we the only thing different in our lifetime but who knows mm-hmm. and the only thing different about this time is the fact that Trump is the actual president of the United States and people are feeling more vocal because they feel like they can be because they feel like they finally have a president who's on their side who understands yep. them who hears them and they're not afraid mm-hmm they're no longer afraid anymore because they have a leader who reflects their exact ideal and their exact mindset and how they were socialized and how they were taught to be growing up. And guess what? Whenever he's gone and maybe someone else who might be more mm, liberal come into office, you know, who cares about folks or whatnot, watch them go back into their coded shell and pretend like they give a fuck and they don't. That's the thing. Like, it don't matter who it is don't matter what they do i said it's always gonna be there mm-hmm. it starts in the community it starts right at home that's it's simple yep if you can't it's unlearn taught. it if, as long as the homes are still corrupt mm-hmm. that's all i'm concerned right everything else is still correct mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> but um yeah just speaking more on just like tone deafness and tone deaf people we already done gave y'all the rundown on Shamik Moore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I really do hope he enjoyed his career because I truly believe it's in the coffin. <laughs> but he's an actor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he always, he's fine. He's fine, honey. He's fine. He's totally fine. He's an actor. White people love that shit. And all the cat and, and all Don't the big they? all the big casting directors and all the big all those people, they love that shit. They love it. We like his mind. We love his mindset. Yep, it's different. Right. The mu- the music industry is so different than like acting. You can really say some fucked. I mean, we've seen some actors say some fucked up shit. Yep, and they still out here getting booked for a bit. But that's because the studio don't care. No, he may not get booked for many black roles or like like many like by black many black filmmakers. But he's still. They're so oblivious. Oh, all he said Which was is so funny because like his big break was the movie Dope. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. That's hilarious. Yep. That's but he's funny. still going to be on a, a serious regular on some show or, you know, <laughs> book a nice, you know, feature film uh, uh, that's going to be in theaters by all the white people. I mean, they don't care. They, are you black? Can you can you sing and dance for us? Okay, cool. Yep. Right. We, you, hired. There. Yeah. It's, it's so different than the music industry. It really is. This is true. The music industry, you're actually canceled. <laughs> like... It's it's a whole different scope and scape than this, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. But also, um, who else said something? Well, um, 
One of the YouTube influencers, Jackie Ina, she called out a bunch of like beauty brands and clothing brands. It was just kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, you guys all adopt this whole, um, you know, black African American, you know, persona in your, uh, like in your, like in your marketing and in your messaging. And she was like, I see all of our versus battles that we watch. Exactly. Right. So she called out a few of them and actually, like, you know, added, um, mentioned them. Yeah. In her post and uh, mentioned them in the post and everything. And um, one of the companies that she called out was Pretty Little Thing. Yeah. And, um, damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah. And one of the companies that she called out was Pretty Little Thing. And you want to know what Pretty Little Thing did? They said, Jackie, girl, we heard you. You called us out. We have a response. You know, we have a response. They put up a picture of a white hand and a black hand holding each other's hands and was like, you know, we stand. No, they did not. They did. They did. And they were like, we stand with, you know, with with the protests and blah, 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 and justice for George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. Like, that that was what you had to say? Right, that, that was you all. You got called out, and the best thing you could do was call up your graphic designer at 3 in the morning and say, mm-hmm. girl, can you, can you put a black hand and a white hand holding hands together real quick? Right, can you do it together for us, please? Girl, I, I know that, that she just called us out. Can we maybe do a little something real quick, just a real quick fix? Yeah, you know? hurry up, please. That ain't no quick fix, bruh. Like that was terrible. That was awful. Oh my gosh! I I saw that immediately, Mm -hmm. immediately coming down their throat. So you know they they deleted it, but we all see it. We see it. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah, and I saw that. Um, somebody was saying something to Trevor Noah. I mean, Trevor Noah was saying something about like calling out black celebrities. He's like, "Where? I just want to see you out there." And he was like, "Oprah, Tyler Perry." Oh, yep. (laughs) He was calling people out by name, Drake, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness, wow, whoa, what's going on?" And he's like, "I just want to see you guys as activism. I want to see what you guys are doing out there, you know." Mm -hmm. Since I mean, I I, y'all are kind of radio silent right now. What's up? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Oprah, Oprah, three, four days later. It's been very tough for me right. being like this right now in this in this time, and it's been very. I'm like, oh dear, here here comes yeah. the. I feel like Oprah sometimes thinks that she's like a, 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 a second coming of Maya Angelou, which is not the case. I which is so not the case. <laughs> and I, I feel like Oprah, how, you are not. That's not you. I think that's how white people make her feel. Yeah. Right, no, it is, it is, it is, it literally is. That's exactly how white people make her feel. Like mm-hmm. she's the second coming of Maya Angelou. I'm like, oh no, no, no. Mhm. I know it. Uh, but um, yeah, like Pretty Little Thing did that. Um, also, who else? Like, there was. There's just been so much that's been coming out, and people have just been saying the complete wrong thing. Um, oh, Virgil Abloh. Uh, keep it a Virgil. Keep, keep it, it Virgil. okay. Keep it. Keep it two Virgils with me, okay? From now yeah. on, 50, 50, fifty is now called a Virgil. 50. So if you want somebody to keep it a hundred with you, say keep it two Virgils with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you why right now. Because <laughs> Virgil Abloh 
got on his I mean, he had to do so much explaining and explaining and explaining. Oh, he's the oh creator of Off-White, by the way. Yeah. So, you know, all the Off-White stuff. Um, he's a creative, like the creative director or whatever for we've done mm-hmm. all these other kinds of things. You know, and everyone was praising him like, oh my gosh, he's the first black man to mm-hmm. have this position and this is so great and groundbreaking and yay. Um and so he got onto his Instagram story the other day and he posted a screenshot of him sending fifty dollars. Five not not that man with all that goddamn money. Not We're keeping it two Virgils with you people. Yeah, I'm keeping it two Virgils with you. That man gave a Virgil. <laughs> Fifty dollars, five zero, to the bail, um, to like the bail funds mm-hmm. that people are creating for these different states to you know get the protesters out of, you know, to bail all the protesters out of jail and stuff like that. The man gave fifty dollars. Ain't that the bullshit? And obviously, people were upset. Like, how dare you? You have millions and millions and millions of dollars, and all you could spare was fifty. That might as well have been 50 cents. What is $50 going to do? It might as well have been a penny. You can't even buy a shirt of his for $50. The cheapest thing that you can get from Off-White is some socks, and Mm -hmm. the socks are $110. You can't even buy buy a sock. You can't even get one sock. You're going to get a sock with a hole in it for $50. (laughs) Can't do nothing. It just is so not even... That's annoying to me. Man. Very annoying. Very That's annoying. so irking. Like, yeah. Right, you have all this money. You can do. You can make all this change. I mean, not so that money makes change. It really doesn't. But still, you have so much to give, and yet you give so little. Like you give like yeah. just the smallest portion of your whole like. Like what? They're like, mm-hmm. do you know how much you're worth? Please. Fifty dollars. Like that is the worst thing. <laughs> like it's the worst. Seriously. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I I was matching, you know, my friends donations, you know, which I which I mentioned, which I mentioned on the story and Uh I tagged them and, you know, I was just matching them. So it wasn't just me and it wasn't just fifty dollars. You know, I was matching everyone else. Okay, so you and your million dollar friends. That makes it worse. (laughs) <laughs> that it wasn't just you that sent fifty dollars; it was you and all your millionaire friends that sent fifty dollars. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You can and do then so you much posted better. it, like, oh, this is something like that was something you were proud of. That was your good deed for the day. And yeah, are you did. proud? Are you happy? That's what you showed, Virgil. You gave a Virgil. Yeah. That's it. No, you're a just what you're. And then he came out again and was like, oh well, you know, um, I, you know, I. It, this isn't the only thing I donated. I donated more. You know, okay, so open your purse. Let's see the receipt. Open your purse. Open your purse. Open Simple your purse. Open your purse. Open your purse. Open That's your what purse. I gotta say to to um, you know, celebrities during this time. Open. If you are about to speak, speak with that purse. Agreed. Purse. I literally <laughs> feel like if there's no if you have nothing like you don't have to say a word. If you're not educated, don't say shit. But yeah. open up that pocket. Mm-hmm. Open up that pocketbook. Open up that mm-hmm. pocketbook, honey. Let me see it. Open your purse. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. Simple. 
I want to see it now. Give it to mm-hmm. me. Give it to me right now. No. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. And okay. Yes. That that's that's just you know a few things what's been going on with just all the tone deafness coming from celebrities and brands right now. Because they don't know what to say. They're literally lost. Because they're not used yeah. to these kind of things. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, whenever the new TikTok trend happens, oh my goodness, we have to make a dance with our products in it. Mm-hmm. Like they they know exactly how they know how to calculate, but they can't yes. calculate whenever it comes to actual activism. Mm-hmm. Whenever it comes to racial injustice, like they don't know how to do that. They don't they don't deal with that well. Nope. So, mm-mm. brats, you did a good job though. Hmm. Brats put out a little statement. Oh brats yeah. Oh, wait, the fact that brats yes. made a statement. Brats put out a yes, little statement. Did. Barbie was a little silent. For, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, Barbie was silent. You know. But Bratz, Bratz was like... Mm. Bratz! Always been the ones. Girls with the passion for fashion. Bratz. Okay, wow. I remember the slogan. Mm. Yes. <laughs> well, Nika, do you want to take on this last question? Yes. Hear me, hear me. I would like people to give to the Black Biz Naïs, okay? Give black Biz Naïs? Yes. Give give money to Black people, to the Black businesses in your community. Um, if there's anybody online, like if they have online stores, give to Black people during this time, especially Juneteenth is coming up. Just you know, throw your money to black people because mm-hmm. they deserve, we deserve, we deserve it. Um, there are lots of different threads on Twitter that you can find. You can do some fucking research because everybody got the same goddamn Google. I'm not going to fucking help you do the work. Oh, um, don't know. Donate to these black businesses, especially during this time. Um, not just with Black Lives Matter and the protests, but with everything being shut down. Because remember, we're still in a fucking pandemic. Um, do your research, okay? Give to the Black people. Because these big corporations do not fucking care. And they show their ass every time, don't they? But they really, they they really have been showing their asses. Uh, as of late, they've been mooning us, honey. Mooning. <laughs> uh, um, lots of radio silence from a lot of different people. So, buy from black jewelry um businesses. Buy black candles. Buy black shirts. Black shoes. Not off white. Um. Oh. Okay, girl, keep Call it two Virgils with them. Don't be buying yeah. them off. Keep it two Virgils <laughs> with you. Do not buy from Virgil. Um, Just buy black, okay? Give, mm. give, give to your community. Um, If there is a black grocery store, I know there are some in some people's communities. Um, Buy from them. Just, if you have black... Um, beauty supplies in your community buy from black beauty supplies i know we have a few here in our city over here and i know of one that is in our city that has both a physical store and an online store so Mm -hmm. just do your research in your city and find any black owned business around you and give your money to them because 
there there may be a time, especially after when things are opening, that these businesses won't be able to open anymore. But these big corporations will because they have the right. Money. They have the money. Yeah. So, yeah, buy black, buy black, and support black owned businesses. Yes. See, um, are there any words of just for people just to close out this episode? Like I said, it's a little different run. There is no Under Armour, brother. There is no word of the day. There is no pay a desk. We're really just focusing on the state of this country. And I'll have a word of the day. A therapy session. Oh, do you? Yeah. The word of the day is fuck, as in fuck the police. Oh, fuck okay. Wow. Well, damn. Fuck racists. Yeah. Yeah. Well so, then, bam, there's your word of the day. Is it, does anybody have a fucking sentence? <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> but before we sign off of this episode, do we have any words of encouragement? Not even encouragement, because uh, I feel like it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to be encouraged. Yeah, you're actually. But just yeah. But just words of like empowerment we're kind of all in this but like how have you been best dealing with it or like maybe just like a tip on how to like whether it is you know what like stay away from social media for a day allow yourself some time to breathe from all of like you know being bombarded with all this media or you know take some time like what are some good tlc tips to take care of your mental health during this time that you guys may want to give the listeners Um, I would say for me, um, I've just been making sure that like I'm staying, uh, well, I guess like I'm making sure that I'm limiting, um, like my access to, uh, these sorts of, you know, very triggering things like the videos and the pictures and everything that's coming out about just, you know, all the different murders and things that are happening like that to Black people by these police, uh, by police forces and things like that. I'm just been very um, cautious about what I've been consuming and, like, in the amount that I consume it in. Just making sure that I'm not spending, like, the whole entire, entire day. Yeah. Like, um, you know, watching and listening and reading only on like these super super like traumatic things because that's how you mm-hmm. get desensitized to stuff and that's just how things become very very overwhelming and you know it can really interfere with you know just how you're living your daily life aside mm-hmm. from you know mm-hmm. the chaos and things like that that's happening in the world it kind of makes it to where you don't really have an escape yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so just make space and time for yourself to Agreed. whether yeah. that be limit what you see or just stay off of it period you know for you know for a couple of days or a few hours or whatever just find what works what works best for you and then in that time you know just really work on keeping yourself sane whether that be oh you know go take a walk or go work out or go take a shower or a bath or cook something you know just yeah something. but something that just that focuses on something that's not what's prevalent in the media right now yeah, exactly. I agree. I definitely agree. I I feel like my tip my tip would be um the way that you start your day and the way that you end your day really do really do hold a lot of weight on how your day is gonna go. So I would yeah. just recommend that people I know it's a force of habit of us as humans and us as people who have access to 
cell phones and te- technology, but I feel like a good thing would just be to when we start your day, don't even look at your phone. Like wake up, brush your teeth, and like make yourself breakfast, and like kind of get yourself, get your body and your mind and spirit nourished before you even mm-hmm. like look at your timeline or look at like you know what's going on because then you've now set yourself up to be like I didn't start my day with that like you know yeah. I didn't I didn't open I didn't open my eyes open my phone and see chaos I opened my eyes I got up I washed my face I brushed my teeth I got in the kitchen I cooked some breakfast you know like I did something to start my day so that I'm prepared for what I'm going to see yeah and don't end your day scrolling through the time. Like end your day like reading a book, or end your day like with your favorite album, or end your day like meditating. Like, but how you start and end your day really does speak to how like your day is going to, how you start your day is going to speak to how your day is going to flow throughout the day, mm-hmm. and how you end it is going to flow into how you're going to wake up the next day. So exactly just, for me, that's my that's my tip. Um, my tip would be to. Definitely do your best to try to stay off social media because it can be very triggering and especially with the timeline, you never know what's going to pop up. So just be mindful of that and try to just distance yourself from that. Or if you can't distance yourself, try to limit your your time on social media. Um, definitely um, try... In the morning when you wake up, try doing some deep breathing or meditating, like Wes said. Um, if if you can write down some affirmations, maybe you can put it on like the back of your door before you walk out of your room in the morning to go brush your teeth and do some affirmations. I like that. Um like Wes said, don't don't look at your phone like right away when you wake up. Go go be productive first. Go brush your teeth and wash your face and meditate or whatever you need to do first. But don't grab your phone during. I know that it it's a habit. Like like it's hard. It, okay, it's really really hard. Yeah. But do your best. It's better to try really, than to do nothing see. at all. Yeah, you'll see how it affects you. Like, for me, yeah. I've been doing it now to where, like, I'm kind of, I've been getting used to it. Mm-hmm. I've been off of social media for the past, like, three days, but I've actually been, like, not looking, starting to not look at my phone every morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to make it a regular habit. Like, whenever I wake up, I just get out of bed and don't even take my, like, I leave my phone in, like, the room. Like, I go and I brush my teeth and I wash my face. I go in the kitchen. I make myself some coffee. I warm up or, like, I'll make make a run to go grab some food and, like, come back. But, like, I don't bring my phone. Right. Like, I like to kind of start my day and then I'm ready to jump into whatever the timeline has to offer. Whether it's good or bad, you'll still feel, like, before all of this, Yeah, I got a chance to just have some time to meet before I got to jump into what's going on in the world. So, you know, mm-hmm. it'll help. Yeah. And then you end your day, sit down with a good book by a black author. Um, Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Turn on a nice comedy like uh, Living Single or uh, A Different World, which, well, I guess those series are like a mixture. Or Golden Girls. Golden Girls. Golden Girls. I went to sleep to that shit last night, okay? Let me tell you something, okay? Yeah. Perfect. Yes. But yeah. 
This is my tips. Our tips. tips. The Black Umbrella tips. tips. Yes, the Black Umbrella. The Black Umbrella tips. Um, does anybody have any else they want, anything else they want to add on for the episode? No. No. I think so. All right, y'all. Well, Frenchie, take us away with the sign-off. All righty. Well, thank you all once again for joining us this TBU Thursday. And, you know, as we just got to vent and talk about the, you know, current climate that's happening right now, um, let us know your thoughts, what you're going through, what you've experienced, um, just how you, just let us know how you feel, how you're holding up. Let's know how you're doing, period. Yes. Right now, during this time, we want to make sure that you guys are okay. Um, you know, we just want to be there for you guys because I'm sure you guys will be there for us if we needed some help. So we want to be there for you guys as well. Um, yeah. Thank you. This is another episode of the Black Umbrella, Black Lives Matter. Um, don't talk to me, Mono Luton. And, um, <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast and send us an email at theblackumbrellapc at gmail.com. Like I said, um, just let us know uh, what you've been experiencing during this time, how you've been feeling, how you've been holding up, what tips are you taking to keep yourself sane and calm during this time, and, you know, what ways have you helped out or, you know, just, just let us know what's going on for you and in your community and we would love to share that with uh with the listeners next week or whenever that is and um yeah we love y'all so much yep and we will see y'all or talk to y'all next week next week bye black lives matter